0: Welcome to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. We are a local church in East London, here to be a beacon of hope for Hoxton. And our mission is to worship God, make disciples, share Jesus, and transform Hoxton. May I speak in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, what a day. (laughs) Um, today is a day to celebrate the commitments that we can all make to God. And today is also All Saints Sunday when we remember the faithful people who've gone before us and all the faithful people around us, that's, that's you lot, um, who inspire us and keep us going in our journey of faith. And this morning, um, three people, young and um, just a little bit older, are going to be baptised and confirmed and received into the Church of England. Now of course each of them is already God's beloved child but baptism and confirmation are about choosing yourself to be part of God's household. Um, In some cases as well it's about making a fresh start and so um, Esther and Michaela and Andrew have decided to follow Jesus and we are absolutely going to celebrate that with them every step of the way. And we can help them celebrate this morning by worshipping God with them, by praying for them, and by thinking ourselves about the decisions that we make as we follow Jesus. In the service that's about to come, we're going to use three symbols, and I want to think about those a bit so that we understand what's going on and, and, and what really the church is offering to these three people today. So the first one is oil. You can see we've got some little um, pots of oil and, and little chalices to hold it in. Um, can anybody tell me, what do you use oil for just in day-to-day life around the house? Anybody? Cooking, definitely. Chip pan is my favorite. Um, anybody else? Oil around the house or maybe in the garage or, yep. Yeah. For, for skin and for hair, yeah, definitely. For moisturizing, yep. Yeah. Any car mechanics out there? Anybody like tinkering with their engines in their garage on their day off? What do you use oil for in a car? kind of lubricate it to keep it working, yeah? Keep it healthy inside, yeah? In a car engine, absolutely that's right. So oil can help things to work really well And to stay healthy, though maybe not the chip (laughs) pan, and we'll just forget about that bit for now, but um, it's a good thing too. And in Christian tradition, oil is a reminder of the Holy Spirit being with us and bringing God's blessings with us on our journeys. Um, It's believed to strengthen the person being baptised or confirmed, to turn away from evil or temptation or sin so we can remember the holy spirit being with us and bless each other like this in our day-to-day lives Um, if you have um, small children or just somebody else you love you might want to make the sign of the cross on their forehead and say good night god bless as they go to sleep Um, it's a reminder um, that god is always with us on our journey helping to keep us strong and healthy and close to him and then there's water. Now, in the font over there, there's water. I promise you, it's not freezing cold. You might be glad to hear, um, for Esther especially, she's gonna have quite a lot of it poured over her head. Um, what do we use water for in day-to-day life? Any ideas? Washing, yeah, that's right. To drink, definitely. Anything else? To clean, definitely. Clean, like, you do your laundry and stuff as well, yep. Yeah. You can use it for cooking too, like boiling potatoes, or vegetables, or doing some fancy dish that you have to put on to steam, and that's a bit beyond my capability. Anybody else? Everything! That is absolutely the right answer, you know. We need water in every single part of our life. We need it to um, refresh us, and to cleanse us, and to make so many other things happen. Even our bodies are actually made up of about 60% water. I mean, isn't it amazing that you're not all puddles on the floor, frankly, um, given that statistic? But yeah, 60% of your body is water. And we need water to stay alive, probably even more than food. We also need it to keep us and our things clean. We'd all be a bit grubby if we never got a bath or never did our laundry. In church, we remember that Jesus is the water of life. And for all who are thirsty, and for all who want to be made clean, Jesus is there as the water of life, bringing refreshment, repentance, and forgiveness. So in the baptism service, and to remind us of this, um, Esther is going to be sprinkled. In fact, I promised like bucket loads of water, um, and I might even sprinkle it further afield. If you'd like to get splashed with water, then you come near when we get to that point. Thing is light. You can see that we have a really lovely candle here, and we'll light some smaller candles um, from that later on. What do we use light for in day-to-day life? To see in the dark, in the dark. that's spot on. Anything else? Yeah. Yeah, so light makes it possible to see, especially if you're blind. That's really important. We also heard, and we sang that brilliant song about the lighthouse, didn't we? And that guides us safe to shore. And sometimes that's about not crashing into other things and finding the right way to go. If you get up in the middle of the night, you really need the light on to make sure that you don't bash into the furniture or fall down the stairs. Jesus taught us that he is the light of the world. And that he was sent into the world to overcome darkness. That's an incredibly powerful story. And if you've known darkness in your life, and if you've known the power of Jesus to overcome that, then you'll know that this is better than any action movie you might ever see. And so our baptism candidates are going to be given a lighted candle as a reminder that Jesus is the light of the world. So you'll get one to take home with you Esther and you can light it um, on special occasions. And also it's to encourage you to shine as a light in the world, um, to be that light, to be Christ in the world to other people and to the glory of God. So oil and water and light, all really important and all part of what we're doing this morning. Now we also heard some really wise words from St. Paul, who wrote a letter to um, a community called the Ephesians. And in it, we heard his absolutely awesome prayer, that we might have the power to comprehend with all the saints, that's us, what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of God that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. You might know that when babies are born, um, they're given a score called the APGAR score, about one minute old, and then again at five minutes old. And that's to see how well they're breathing and moving and reacting. And all that information is really carefully recorded. And then, at about 10 days old, you get what we all call the little red book. It's actually the personal child health record, if you want its proper title. Um, And in that, we put all the measurements and um, signs of development that children go through. And you can draw little graphs, and you can regularly review them and check everything's going as it might be. And then, as we all get older, there are more measurements. There are shoe sizes. There are SAT scores. There are GCSEs, and so on and so on. And important as those measurements might be, they can't begin to describe us. We are not a set of measurements in a book, and they cannot begin to describe the life that God gives us. When people make a decision to be baptised, or to be confirmed, or to be received into the Church of England as a stepping stone in their own commitment, they are wanting to measure their lives in a different kind of way. They're wanting to acknowledge the greatness of the love of God, the length and breadth and height and depth, and commit themselves in return to reflecting that love in their own lives. They are saying that they want to be people who reach far beyond themselves to understand what God's perspective might be. They're saying that they want to be people who share more, who spread more broadly the things that they have. They're saying that they want to worship God in the highest heaven with the best that earth can offer. They are saying that they want to be people who swim in the deep end of life, praying and reflecting and journeying deeper into themselves and into God. When we baptise or confirm someone, we use oil and water and light, and um, those ancient words of the Christian tradition. But when we do that, we're not measuring their value. We're not giving them a little red book to write down what they've achieved or what they've done. Instead, we're giving them symbols of the vast love of God. Symbols which bless, refresh, cleanse and illuminate them on that journey of hope. And being a church, being St John's together, means being people who make that journey with each other and who give each other support on the way. And so I hope that you will pray now and um, over the coming weeks for all three of the candidates and also for each other because we're all the saints of God and that we will all know the breadth and length and height and depth of the love of God in Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks for listening to the St John's Hoxton podcast. New talks will be uploaded every week from all of our services. Do check out our website stjohnshoxton.org.uk for more information.